0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com
1: no purchase necessary VTW. Void reward prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus today on short time we join the conference call with Arizona State to introduce their new coach zeke jones that's coming up next on short time the short time wrestling podcast is brought to you by flips wrestling Train alone or train out loud at flipswrestling.com. All right, Zeke, Jason, Brian from theopenmat.com. In terms of returning to your roots, you had mentioned in your interview with USA Wrestling yesterday that you always saw yourself going back to college coaching in Arizona State. Uh, was was that place that you wanted to go back to? Uh, when, this, when this position opened up, what was basically the process for you going, all right, that's it, I'm ready to go?
2: I, you know, it started. It was Fast and Furious, as you know. Uh, I think it was a culmination of the alumni calling. Uh, certainly, it started with uh, Ray Anderson and Coach Tom Baki, who really just, you know, their their vision is very simple. They want to have a, a championship caliber program, and I think in their minds they knew what they wanted to do. In, in my mind, I knew what I wanted to do. Like you said, you know, college. You know, USA Wrestling was just a short stop, and I want to get back to college wrestling. And, you know, as you know, you're only a, a fit in certain places, and you want to go to a place you're a fit. I don't think you want to go to a place where you're not a fit, and then you're trying to make yourself a fit. And Arizona State was perfect for that. You know, it was obviously my alma mater. I coached here as an assistant, went on a path away from here, you know, coaching at other universities, and, and then ultimately to the national team, and then here – but it was quick. I mean, they were very uh, uh, directed on what they wanted to do. It was a, really a simple decision for me. They, you know, their their goal is my goal. I want to I want an opportunity to win a national championship and compete at that level. And they want to provide the resources to do that. So it it got pretty easy then. All
1: right. Well, follow up to that point. In terms of the landscape of college wrestling, a lot has changed, and a lot of that is based on some of the things that you did at USA Wrestling in in giving the regional training centers the opportunity to train athletes versus having them all come to the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Now, Jordan Burroughs trains out in Lincoln with Mark Manning. Cale uh, Sanderson has the Nittany Lion Club, and, and they're producing Olympic champions. How much is that going to help uh, you draw in recruits knowing that you've got sunkissed you've got one of the most legendary wrestling clubs in the country, and, and your regional training center system is pretty much already built for you.
2: Yeah, it's uh, you know the, the equation's simple. As you know, the best kids in the country they don't want to just be NCAA champions; they want to be World Olympic champions. That's the great thing about our pipeline. That when a, a little boy starts to wrestle and starts to demonstrate success, uh, we have a system in place that tells him, "Hey, you know what? You should be an Olympic champion." So they start hearing that at a young age. So then obviously when they get to that point where they're coming from high school into college and they say, and they're very, very good, the best kids in the country, they have that dream of being an Olympic champion. And so the very best kid can only go to a few places, as you know, because there are only so many places uh, that have, you know, regional training centers, Olympic-caliber coaching. And so that immediately narrows the pool down for a top recruit in the country. Can only go to Penn State, Oklahoma State, Iowa. Obviously, they're producing that caliber of, of athlete, you know, a world Olympic champion, and that's what we aspire to do here at Arizona State. It's not like we've never done it before. We really are. Martori was the mastermind behind, you know, the marrying the regional training center, you know, the a, a club, a national elite club with a university program. And when you create that marriage, that's when you produce world Olympic champions. So. I think you know the formula is now being duplicated by other universities, but Arizona State was one of the original them in Iowa to create that environment. So that's what we want to do here. As you know, though, we're starting from square one. We're not at building block twenty-five. You know, we got to we got to start it from scratch. But the good thing is, all the sports there now. Coaches just got to do their jobs.
1: Softball wise, you know, here's here's the one that's on the tee for you. Uh, recruiting wise, there's. One general thing that Arizona State has that no other program in the country does, and that is a warm-weather climate, 365 days a year, and you're in an area that seems to want to have Division I wrestling. I mean, California is very fertile in recruiting. Uh, How how easy is it going to be to sell kids from the Northeast and the Upper Midwest to come down to Arizona to wrestle? Well,
2: I think, you know, one, it always starts with their goals you're right, if they want to get a quality education, they want to become national champs, world Olympic champions, then it's going to be a natural to look here. I think one of the things that, you know, when you bring them on campus, they take a look, and I remember myself, you know, I was coming out of high school, you know, opportunity to go different places, and I thought, you know, the goal was simple, you know, be a national champ, get a good education, and then when I got here, of course, I saw sunshine and palm trees, it was warm, it was beautiful, it, 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 did it play in my decision making? Not, you know, it wasn't certainly in the top five of my list, but I thought, wow, this is a, it's a pretty place. It'd be great. Well, what you realize is when you come here, your training is so much easier. Because I remember uh, Bobby Douglas taking us out in the grass in December, and we would run on the track outside, you know, 65 degrees. We would hand fight, leg attack in the grass. I mean, we would basically wrestle in the grass in the mornings at 7 a.m. all through the wrestling season. And I always used to think back. Gosh, I remember in high school. Or you think of the kids that are growing up back in the mid East or mid uh, in the Northeast, uh, Midwest, and how cold it is, and you know you're tired, and you know, you wake up here in the sunshine, and you're outside working out. It just you know it helps, you know, when it's a long season, as we know the college season is a very long grinding season. Everybody talks about the grinding season. It definitely creates the atmosphere to relieve some of that. Trust me, you want your team working hard. But you don't want them suffering away from the training too, you know. You don't, you know. You want them to feel good away from their training, and this atmosphere gives that to you. But uh, you know, I think you know, just the nuts and bolts of it. You know, like I said in the beginning, as you know, is we want to create. You want to have a quality uh, training and uh, atmosphere, and obviously a good school, and then you know, yeah, you the weather on top of it. And like you said, uh, you know, the northeast kids are going to be, you know, they're going to be the challenge. Um, you know, because of distance, but if their goals are high, you know, I know me, I would have went, and moved, I would have moved to Mars, if it meant winning a national championship and being a World Olympic champion. I'd live anywhere. And I know those kids that really, truly want to be the best in the world, they're going to do that.
1: Well, if you're moving to Mars, you're going to try to be the best in the universe, right? Isn't that a Tom Brands comment?
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it sounds like Tom. <laughs>
1: Now, in regards to the program, of course, it wasn't that long ago that the program was, was dropped and then brought back. Uh, what discussions discussions have you had with the athletic department to pretty much uh, cement your thoughts that the program is on solid ground?
2: Oh, yeah, it's not even discussion anymore. Now, actually, what they're talking about is, you know, the, the support we're getting, I can't imagine, is not in the top five in the country, if not the top three. You know, again, I can't state that for sure, but what I can tell you is there's, and, you know, he basically said, whatever you need, you can have. So resource is not going to be an issue. And it's a great thing, as you know, is it's not being just donor funded. It's being university athletics department funded. So wrestling's made a 180 here. You know, there's no way I'd come here if, it was, if there's any risk. It, it wasn't even a discussion because the, the amount of resource and the commitment they were making was on par with the national team. I'm even, you know, sometimes I'm trying to figure out what else can I do to help America win, And if I could think of something, we could always do it. We always had the resource. That's the same discussion we had here. Whatever you need to do to be successful, you will have that here. And just name it. And I started naming things, and it was yes, 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 yes. So that's a great, you know, and it's not just about Zeke Jones or Arizona State University. It's about the sport of wrestling, right? That is a huge commitment, a huge statement by Ray Anderson, by Art Mertori, by Don Backey, by everyone in the building. This, and you know where it's coming from. It's coming from the top. President Michael Crow has made it very, uh, has made it very clear that he wants wrestling to be in the top of the heap. So, you know, when you get that kind of, uh, you know, when you get the leadership saying that, it's pretty simple. You know, they want to have the best team in the country, and they're willing to do what it takes to get there. Thing. You, could, you could ask them that, but I
1: think they'll tell you the same thing. Uh, from a coaching staff perspective, obviously it's only been uh, you know less than you know – it's been about 24 hours since the announcement came down. You had a pretty good crop of assistants still there at Arizona State, including one of my good friends from back home, Brian Stiff. Have you had conversations with that staff on uh, who you might retain, who you're going to bring in, or, or what type of things are going to happen with the coaching staff?
2: No, we haven't yet. Um, we haven't had any – Formal discussions—it's like anything, you know. We want to ensure that we have a great staff here. We want to ensure that we're sensitive to the people that are here. You know, they have families and lives, and you know, you know, we care about all our Sun Devils. Also, too, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we have the best staff that we can have here. We'll go through the process. You know, I'm not sh- I'm not putting a timeline on it. I'm not sure how long it'll take. Um, you know, really everything is on the table, and. Um, you know, the commitment is high. So, you know, we'll work, we'll work our way through that, too. Uh, in addition, you know, we're working on building an Olympic freestyle program here, too, having discussions with certain athletes. And it's like anything, um, you know, walk through it carefully, make sure you do it right. And then, uh, you know, when it's when it's finally done, it will be done.
1: When do you make the first recruiting call, or have you already done that?
2: Can't do that until I pass the test. <laughs> but I can tell you, I've already had two of the top 10 kids in the country call. I just couldn't take You know, I couldn't communicate with them. So it's going to happen. They're going to come.
1: Now, how much do you think you're going to have to re-educate yourself on the whole compliance deal cuz there's there's been some some rule changes since you left Penn.
2: Yeah, it's like I think it's you know, I look at it a little bit as like riding a bike. You know, the bikes are newer and got, you know, maybe more gears, but it's still the same thing. I just I got to get down there with those guys and have uh have them kind of walk me through the new stuff. And I'm not leaving the day without a manual. That's the one thing I knew I have to do is I need to get that NC manual. I need to start, you know, just, you know, start working on it. But uh, I'd love to have that done in the next couple days so I can, you know, get get going on, on recruiting. Got to, right? It's the lifeblood of the program.
1: Short Time is presented by theopenmat.com and Snapdown Media. Subscribe today via iTunes by going to audio.theopenmat.com or find out how you can listen on your favorite podcasting platform. Take it with you. Listen in the car. Listen everywhere. You've got time for Short Time.